You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Every time I think we've beaten him, he comes back stronger. Grod's here. We have to end this. If those gorillas get over that bridge, and overrun the city. We are way outnumbered here. Any pointers? Go for the legs. Grod's army could be here any second. Here we go. Welcome, Flash. Another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC double shot on the CW. Um, so, <laughs> this is this is really bad, sir. Uh, two weeks ago, I thought we were going to get three episodes, mm-hmm. and we only got one. Last week... What? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 when we only had that one oh. Arrow episode. Nah, boomers didn't like it either. No, and I don't blame them. That, that was a terrible week. And then last week, I was like, for sure we're going to get three episodes. I've looked at all of the dates when I announced at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. I was incorrect again. Boomers is really upset. And I understand. I understand. It is my job, at the very least, to look at the release dates for these episodes. I was really certain that there was going to be a Legends of Tomorrow episode this, this, uh, this past week. And uh, there wasn't. There will be one next week. There won't be an Arrow uh, an Arrow episode next week. So the shows are all taking weird days off. So no Legends this week, but there will be no Arrow next week. I'm pretty sure I've got that right. Flash and Arrow each have episodes scheduled for the 7th, whereas the next episode of Arrow is the 15th. So I think we're good in that. Yeah. Well, we do have to talk about Arrow this week, unfortunately. But before we do that, let's talk about The Flash. It's Season 3, Episode 14, Part 2 of uh, this guerrilla arc that we have going on in Flash. It's Attack on Central City, uh, in which we see Harrison Wells and H.R. Wells. They clash. Uh, they clash over their different personality traits. Jesse Quick informs her dad that she's staying on Earth-1 with Wally, which Harrison, Harry Wells, initially tries to prevent um, speaking of Harrison Wells he subdues Gypsy when she ambushes Cisco and Barry and the team realizes that Grodd and his forces have reached Central City using his powers Cisco determines that the gorillas will attack the center of town this turns out to be a distraction for Grodd to abduct a visiting army general boy he picked a bad week to visit the city uh, Barry contemplates killing Grodd as the only way to permanently stop him and also change the future, but Harrison encourages him to find another way. Taking control of the general, Grodd attempts a nuclear missile strike on the city. Uh, if Grodd really wanted to uh, make sure that this was successful, he should have just got Felicity's help instead, but uh, 
Because um, if you want a nuclear strike and somebody to not really care about it that bad, Felicity's your girl. Uh, I also didn't know like those SAM rockets were uh, nuclear warheads. No, they are, sir. At least in this, at least on this Earth, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Barry prevents the attack by basically punching in the the password, and since he can move his hands fast, he was able to go through numerous permutations of the password and eventually get it right. Uh, so Grodd and hey, it's hero- a lot. There's a lot of shorter possibilities than in Jurassic Park because they had about two million. <laughs> two million. <laughs> As Boomer's now critiquing all of our jokes. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah, he has to go potty, so he's he's being taken outside. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Grodd and his army invade the city themselves. Uh, Cisco travels to Earth nineteen to ask Gypsy that Gypsy for help. I guess that Gypsy. Uh, uh, I guess the other was the first Gypsy from Earth two. It's the same Gypsy. Uh, did they did that Gypsy go back? I'm I'm really confused. Did we did did they? Yes. Did they reveal how Earth-19 Gypsy ended up on Earth-2? She was tracking a fugitive. Okay, I must have stopped paying attention at some point. Um, Probably got lost in uh, Ramon's uh, sexuality towards her, because that's how she explains it to him. Yes. Um, Cisco travels to Earth-19 to ask Gypsy for help. The speedsters distract the soldiers, while Cisco and Gypsy bring Solovar to Earth-1. Solovar. And he defeats Grodd in combat and once again assumes leadership over the gorillas. All of the gorillas return to Earth 2 with the exception of Grodd who is turned over to Argus. Sisko receives a kiss from Gypsy and Barry proposes to Iris. And while going to pick up dinner for Jesse, Wally is confronted by Savitar. Your thoughts on Attack on Central City? Uh, I agree with Cisco, that we need to have a super fight between King Shark and Gorilla Grodd. Mm-hmm. I would pay money to see that. Just a whole episode. Just one hour of fight. <laughs> just one episode, yeah. 44 minutes of fighting. They could even do what Arrow does, and they could turn this into, like, on its head, big old PETA thing. You know, they can make it as hacky <laughs> as guns. Oh, my God. With uh, Caitlin being on the animal rights side. Yeah. Uh, like HR is like, you know, he's like, no, nah, they're animals. They're yeah, sub- and my planet. They're subhuman. Yeah. <laughs> On my planet, we enslave and ride dolphins for fun, and shoot <laughs> them when we're and shoot them when we're finished. This is and, the only way to keep the Japanese from killing them. And then we and then we learned that Caitlin once stopped a gorilla from robbing her house and it had a gun and when she shot it it fell and a gun went off and killed her brother that we were just now it was Grodd's dad yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) let's uh, look I think we should just keep it to the King Shark Gorilla Grodd fight I don't know if we want to do a whole PETA episode but (laughs) if there's Uh, one thing we learned if there's one thing we learned it's that arrow the the arrow the Berlanti verse does not handle its politics in its episodes very subtly or very well. No, no, they don't. Uh, yeah, no, it was a fine episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the I was, I wasn't, I wouldn't say impressed, but um, I'll say having all of the gorillas around didn't look completely terrible. 
Yeah, uh, it was better. They than had I them mimic a lot of the same movements, which again, oh, yeah. it's television. I'm going to expect that. So yeah, it was okay. Uh, it did give. I me... thought it was weird that they had Wells tell a lie about dying. I thought was that was kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this whole... I would say, like, him being Wells, like, he didn't feel like the Wells that we knew by the end of the season. Like, he was... It was like when he first came on to the show in season two is what he felt like. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe maybe some stuff has happened since then. Since, we've, since we last saw him, I suppose. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I I thought this just episode... likes to move quick. God, I can't remember why I I sent you a text and I, and I was really mad. It was something Jesse Quick said at her. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but it really pissed me off. I I I can't even think of what it would be. It was something pop culturey, and I was like, oh, fuck you. Like, oh was... yeah, yeah, I. I don't remember the reference. Oh, uh, like but... I liked uh, I liked the whole gypsy thing where she was like, "Oh, you're trying to Luke Star killer me." Ah, uh, so yes. Just kind of do a double take, and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. I, know, mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. Don't you mean Star Killer Base? Is yeah. that what you're trying to talk about? Um, yeah, that, I thought that was I thought that was cute. I, I like when they do little uh, things like that. I mean, then that's like super. Oh, yeah, yeah, the insider. friendship day thing. Like, it's kind of a clever way to do a Valentine's Day episode that you didn't do because of scheduling. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a fun way to kind of play that one off. It was close. Yeah, it was it was close-ish. Yeah, Friendship Day. Oh, this is the day we have our Valentine's Day. Like, oh, okay. That's, you know, that's one way to do it. <laughs> it's kind of like, I forget what show it was I was watching. They'll be able to do this for all of the holidays now. Yeah. I can't remember what show it was I was watching, but it was a show that like always aired in the summertime, like on a yeah. cable show. And um, they did like a Christmas episode, but it was like July. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for them to do this on Flash as well. I think like... Fargo kind of does that too, because Fargo has like that April premiere date mm-hmm. thing, and I think a lot of it takes place like around Christmas. So. Everyone comes in, like why, you know... What's with the Christmas decorations, HR? It's it's June, and he's like, what's Christmas? It's like, I'm celebrating Pine Tree Gift Exchange Day. Yeah. Or something, you know, it's like, this is something we do on my world. Uh, I'll say know. this, like, if The Flash was to do something slightly PC like that, like, there's, there's kind of clever ways to be tongue-in-cheek about it. Agreed. Not not like Arrow's way of trying to make a message, and you just you sound like an idiot. No, they definitely they definitely <laughs> impose Cinema Geekly levels of ham fisting for sure yeah, into the gun control. Episode. I feel like I should have a job on that show if they're going to do that kind of thing. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, I um, I don't it was know. okay. I, mean, I hate to I, I hate to say this, but I feel like they didn't really. They had two episodes, and they really didn't do that much with Grodd. Yeah, especially this episode. Just, like, in it, barely. Yeah, like when Solovar showed up, I'm like, Solovar, sweet! Because I remember him from the great fight in last week's episode. Like, Grada didn't really do much Yeah, they had anything. a cool gorilla fight. Yeah, they had a cool gorilla fight, uh, which was about as good CG-quality fighting as you're going to get for a CW mm-hmm. uh, in a show that does uh, 20-something episodes a season. Yeah. Uh, that's about as good a quality as you're going to get, so... 
uh, I was I was okay with that. Uh, to me, the biggest scene in the whole episode was uh, the Barry proposing to Iris scene. Do you have yeah. any strong feelings about this? Yeah, it was good. They handle this so much better. Than, I mean, they, they really their, do. I actually they have their missteps. Yeah, they have they have their moments where it's like, but for the most part, though, they handle this really well. And this was this was also this was also done really nice. Um, also, is a really subtle way to when Barry's little monologue to pretty much say that he asked Joe for permission. Like that was that was kind of a cool way to yeah to do it. Because even I was sitting there thinking like, oh, it's weird that he is doing this. I would have thought he would have asked Joe, you know, for permission. And then mm-hmm. you know he talks about oh, you know, Joe held on to this ring until today. It's like oh, obviously he had to ask. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it clearly at some point he made it clear. Um, uh, uh, me and Which my cool. me and my elder daughter were watching this episode, and at that moment, we after it happened, we were kind of laughing about it because Barry Barry did propose to her, but he did it in a fashion that if Iris were to turn him down, she would have been maybe the worst human being ever born. Like. Because Barry's telling the story of the ring or whatever. It's like, my mm-hmm. grandfather like carried this like on his dog tags through World War II before he saved a farm of puppies oh, from Hitler. It was a walking story about the watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except, except <laughs> Barry's grandfather didn't keep it in his ass. <laughs> but, but other than that, you know, he was like, my grandfather carried this on his dog tags through the trenches of like World War II, and then he saved a puppy... He saved a puppy from Hitler who was going to set it on fire. And then, you know, like uh, he adopted 37 kids. Like he just told this. I mean, that's not the story he told. I'm exaggerating slightly, but only very, only, only slightly more than Barry when he was telling Iris the story. Like, how can you turn him down? Like he's offering this, this piece of his family history to you. And like, are you just going to say no? I mean, we knew she was not going to say no. In the house that he just bought her. Yeah. But he laid it on so thick. Um, my, oh yeah, I mean like the rose pet. I mean, had candles on the floor. I mean that's not yeah. Even it safe. looked like it looked like Central City was Mardi Gras in his bedroom. <laughs> yes, um, there was no way for her to turn him down, and of course she did not. Um, but yeah, I think he I think he may have laid it on a little too thick. I think, but hey man, go big, go home. Yeah, that's right. He did. Uh, he risked burning down the house he just bought. He put candles everywhere on the floor. It, that's really unsafe. Anyway, uh, what would you give this episode, Glenn? I uh, like a three and a half. Yeah, I gave it three and a half as well. Uh, I know, I know, Grodd, usually it's no matter what, it's a four. But it was just kind of a, it was an okay episode. Like I said, they haven't done, they they had two Grodd ep- I was excited for this. And mm-hmm. they really didn't do all that. I mean, I know you can't do that much, like you're, if you're calling... If like you're like Gorilla City, okay, well we can't spend that much time there because that sounds like a place full of gorillas and that's a lot of CG and that's a lot of money. I understand, but boy, it felt like for two episodes that I thought were going to be very grad centric, he really did not do all that much in them. But uh, I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, let's move on. Let's know there's no legends this week, so that blows. But there's always Arrow, right, Glenn? Season five. Episode fifteen. I mean, look, I'll I'll will say this: this wasn't the worst episode I've seen this month. Oh, this is. Oh no, no, this has been better than recent uh, episodes. But, um, 
that's not saying a whole lot. That's a low bar to hop over, but uh, it's called <laughs> Fighting Fire with Fire. Mayor Oliver Queen's administration might be over. If we lose this office, then Prometheus wins. Apparently because of the impeachment hearing, I'm a criminal. My target's the mayor and his corruption. You want me? Come on! So, Oliver's impeachment process begins with Adrian serving as his attorney. The vigilante starts targeting the former, but is opposed by Prometheus, who is in fact revealed to be Adrian. Um, using Pandora, Felicity and Thea learn about a secret that can be used to blackmail an alderman. Uh, to you know, That's a roundabout way of saying to keep Oliver from being... Uh, impeached. Uh, Oliver and John dissuade them from using said method. Using a piece of the vigilante suit, Curtis manages to track his location where he plans to kill Oliver, who publicly disavows the Green Arrow as a cop killer, stating his motive for the cover-up was to protect the people from losing hope. The vigilante escapes. The council votes against impeachment. However, Thea resigns from Oliver's administration in order to work on her morality Boy, that seems like something you would have wanted to work on before joining the government. Uh, Paul decides to divorce Curtis in the douchiest, baggiest way possible. Uh, Susan gets her job back uh, by Felicity's anonymous testimony. The latter secretly joins Helix. Adrian aggressively demands Susan to listen to his story. And in flashbacks, nothing of importance happened. What did you think of fighting fire with fire, Glenn? Uh, it was okay. Yep. Like it was I mean it really wasn't wasn't terrible. Oh no no, it was fine. Yeah, I mean it was it was good for Arrow. <laughs> like on an Arrow scale I'd say like 4, but yeah, uh, on the Arrow curve. No, I mean like it was uh I, I I'm kind of the one thing like wow, we didn't see that reveal coming a mile away. Um and the other thing would be these <laughs> these little drops of knowledge that Oliver thinks he is saying or other or what they think Diggle is saying to people mm-hmm. like this week like they're not they're not great philosophical questions or or answers like they're <laughs> no 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 wow uh, yeah, I don't know what's less than a pseudo intellectual but it that's what that's what these rhymes are. I mean, could you be a faux pseudo intellectual? Yeah, you could. Okay. It's called Kanye West. <laughs> so is, is that was was that Diggle this episode? Was he Kanye? Yeah, he was Kanye. Uh, Diggle walks, everybody. Uh, yeah, I thought this episode was just fine too. Um, I kind of like the vigilante guy. I wish we had more of him. Adrian, yeah. Um, no, he Adrian's Prometheus. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Adrian's Prometheus. We don't know who the vigilante is yet, right? No, no. Okay. In the animated show, it's Nathan Fillion. Well, that would be great. Justice League, the animated he could, show. He could come in and be the star of this show. 
I'd be okay with that. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, so, so wait, Prometheus is not then who everybody thought it was. It's Adrian, the district attorney. Well, no, I mean, it is, yeah, but didn't Oliver presume Prometheus was the son of the guy who died, or is Adrian the son of the guy who died? He's the son of the guy who died, because they don't know his name. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, good enough. I stopped caring. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I followed the pieces. I didn't put much effort into it. Uh, to like me, as soon as they, as soon as they were shown, I'm like, really? I mean, like, it's it's way too on the nose. I was kind of hoping they would pick someone different, but yeah. as soon as he showed up, and it's like, oh, I've never seen this district attorney before. He's important now. It's like, oh, I guess he's gonna be that guy. No, like he's been in a lot of episodes. Yeah, like Tom Felton. Like it's like, oh, obviously he's gonna be it because he's the guest star. So at least with Tom Felton. He turned out to not be a straight-up villain. Yeah, that's but, true. I'll give them credit there. Uh, um, so the only thing that even the only thing that remotely stuck with me in this episode was, in fact, how big of a douche Paul was to Curtis. So in this episode, <laughs> Curtis is bad. like, yeah, in this episode, Curtis is like, oh my god, Paul called me. He wants to meet me for dinner. It's like this is, I've been you know waiting for this you know, opportunity. I can get my man back. I I can repair a relationship, all this shit. And then he gets to the restaurant. He's like, I've been prepping on what it, it's running through my head, everything that I wanted to say to you and how I'm going to try to win you back. And then Paul literally goes, it's really nice to see you again, Curtis. And then slides him fucking divorce papers. What a dick. Yeah. He should have just had him served. Yeah. I mean, look, it's gonna it's gonna hurt either way, but this is far worse. Like Curtis got his hopes up from this. Like, why would you? And I want to invite you to dinner, and then leave it fucking vague as to why you're wanting. Oh, imagine if it was like a place that like they used to go to all the time. Oh my god! Like their favorite, where they met for the first time, or where they went for their first date. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is where we had our reception after our wedding. <laughs> Here's our divorce papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's terrible. Anyway, I got nothing else to say about this episode. What would you give it? I just want to get out of here, Glenn. <laughs> no, that's I, I got nothing to say. I gave it a three. Logan was good. See that? Okay. Uh, I gave I gave this episode a I gave this episode a three. It was fine, but yeah, I'll agree with you there. Okay, I'll say three. It wasn't I wasn't constantly on my phone. I was leaning two and three quarters, but this Paul thing stuck with me as something that I'll that I'll take away. Hopefully, Paul gets killed at some point in this season, uh, and and that will be that will be karmic retribution for him being an. That's what he deserves, Glenn. I'm I'm kind of actually going way out on a limb here. Uh, Paul probably doesn't deserve to die just for being an asshole, but boy, what an asshole thing to do, especially for Curtis. Although Curtis, uh, I don't know. Uh, you wanted him to kind of be more of like the tech nerdy guy. I like his kind balls. Of his balls that he made were cool. Curtis's balls. Uh, he yeah, he did kind of that, and he got like a he got a he got a superhero line in or whatever when he threw one at the vigilante guy or whatever. When he's like got bad aim or whatever, and he's like they aim themselves, and then it ex- came back and exploded. That's all. Uh, that's all Curtis got, and then he got dumped at the end of this episode. They led me down the same path as well. I'm like, oh, they're gonna like patch shit up, and it's like, oh no, they're getting divorced. <laughs> well, shit. Teams, things are going great in Team Arrowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
There won't be any Arrow to talk about next week, Glenn. This could not have happier news. There will be two episodes to discuss next week, though. I have re-looked at the dates for both shows just to make sure, and they are in fact correct. So there will be two episodes next week, for reals this time. Uh, before we take off, uh, head over to cinemageekly.com, listen t- uh, if you want to. I would warn against it right now. Uh, I would maybe go back and listen to the earlier episodes when we didn't hate Arrow as much. But hey, if you want to, go back and listen to the archives uh, for this uh, podcast and all of the others that we have available. And of course, Flashing Arrow is available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Flashing Arrow and hit subscribe. Uh, All right, we will return next week with Season 3, Episode 15 of The Flash, called The Wrath of Savitar. And finally, Season 2, Episode 13 of Legends of Tomorrow, called Land of the Lost. 